0: welcome to the podcast for the 30 minute maybe saturday special kind of alone right now but took some notes about what we might talk about um, so i guess we can uh oh wait you know intros stay tuned um for sometimes in the weekdays we might do some five to ten minute pod i mean uh, episodes and then uh We'll try to make it at least every or every other Saturday, 30-minute, uh, 45-minute, hour-long uh, special, yeah. and then, I don't know, but just regular stuff. So, we can talk about Artorias and, you know, uh, his past and how he is now and how he came to be, you know, Artorias the Abyss Walker. Um, hold on real quick. Okay, well, who is Artorius first of all, um he's yeah, one of the four knights of Gwen. He, oh yeah, today we'll be talking about the four Knights of Gwen, Orenstein, Go, Siran or Kyran, whatever you want to say and Artorias um anyway so Artorias was one of the four knights of one originally a silver knight uh in Orlando, just like all the other guys except he stood out for wearing this blue cape and from some comic uh he um fell into the uh painted world of Ariamis now this is just a theory or something where he fell into a snowy place with a bunch of wolves and uh, he duped it out with him because he was looking for the ancient sword or something like that, which is the sword you see him use in the boss fight. Um, but anyway, he was he hopped into the place, which I believe is the Painted World of Ariamis or maybe Ariandel, Uh, where there's a bunch of wolves. So probably Ariamis because I don't think there's wolves in Ariando. Or are there? No, I don't think there are. Um, but anyway, Ariamas. Uh wait, no, sorry, other way around. Ariandel, not Ariana's, Because Ariamas is Dark Souls 1, Ariandel is Dark Souls 3. Uh you know, time flows differently and stuff. Uh, but anyway, um also one more thing I'm kinda confused about is like I know the worlds are converging together, so that makes Anor Londo, and, um, the Boreal Valley now, I guess, and, uh, it's just weird, though, because, like, you know, in Dark Souls 1, the way you entered Anor Londo is, like, through the archers, through the window and stuff, but in Dark Souls 3, like, they just removed that, probably because they didn't want it to be that long or whatever, um, no, man, I'm tired, I'm sorry, uh, but anyway, so he fought with these wolves and they, you know, teared up his clothes and uh, messed with his hood and everything in his cape and tore it up and broke his helmet and everything. And then Artorius draped the, his cape over his face to make the little cloth hole looking thing, uh, or his faces. Um, and uh, well, after that happened, he kind of became Artorias, and, uh, um, man, I'm sorry, you guys, I'm really bad at this, but anyway, he became Artorias, the Abyss Walker. He didn't become the Abyss Walker yet, but anyway, then Gwen, because he returned and he got the six sword, and he went back to Anor Londo, and Gwen ordered him to, uh, plunge into the Abyss and try to kill Manus, the father of the Abyss, also theorized to be the furtive pygmy um, anyway after he did that he um, uh, took a deep plunge into the abyss and he uh, fought with manis and you can in the dlc of course you know spoiler alerts so click away if you know don't want to get spoiled um, anyway but the game's like a you know 8 years old or something he took a plunge into the abyss and in the DLC, the Chosen Undead fight Sartorius, um, and so, um, fights Sartorius, you know, you win, and you go into the Seal Township, um, uh, which is filled with these, like, abyss monsters and stuff, it's pretty weird, um, but anyway, so after you do that, you know, then you run into, uh, Manus, and you fight him, and it's, uh, it's pretty, it's pretty cool, it's a pretty hard boss, actually, um, but, uh, anyway, you fight Manus, and you can actually get the Grey Wolf Sif, who I guess is actually a female, or girl dog, which I didn't know, thought it was a dude, but whatever, Sounded sexist Anyway, um After he did that He, you know Went into The abyss and he got stuck down there And Artorius put his shield in front of Sif And it protected her While the abyss, you know, like was trying to kill her Or whatever And then Artorius sacrificed himself That's why everybody loves Artorius, But he's a failed knight, you know That's why all the legends about him are like legends and not real stories because he's a failed knight it's kind of sad but um anyway then we can talk about ornstein uh so ornstein i don't actually know much about him but i know he's a lion knight and he's one of the four knights of gwen because you know that's what we're profiling today um anyway one of the four knights of gwen and he um Uh, well, he was a lion knight who actually ended up following the god of war, um, one of Gwen's children, who sided with the dragons, which Gwen didn't like, of course, because, you know, Gwen hates the- Gwen hates the dragons. Anyway, he sided with the dragons and, um, departed from his family and got outcasted and all the statues and- altars of him were destroyed and stuff and all that beeswax. But anyway, um after that happened he traveled to Archdragon Peak where he'd stay with his Storm Drake. And then Storm Drake or Storm Dragon I guess you could say. And then after that, um Orenstein shortly followed after heading to Archdragon Peak to go find, um, the Ferosa god of war. Um, and after he found him, I think he actually died or something, because he found his armor after the boss fight. And anyway, Orenstein has, like, you know, the dragon armor, I mean, the, not dragon, uh, lion armor. And then he has the famed sword cross spear thingy. That's all nice and cool and beans. And then after that, um, he, uh, he was assigned to protect, or before that, actually, he was assigned to protecting the illusion of Princess Guinevere, uh, with the Executioner and Cannibal Smough. And as they sat in the front guarding, um, they ran into... The Chosen Undead, or the Chosen Undead ran into them, and after he won the fight, uh, and went to the princess and stuff. But of course, um, Ornstein, uh, abandoned his guard and went to Archdragon Peak and left Smo. And of course, Smo, scared alone with his big hammer and his cannibal self, um, got attacked by. Uh what's his name? Aldrich. Aldrich the man eater and now God devourer. Um From Eater to Devourer. Aldrich, the new TV show. I love that show. Um I'd love that show. That'd be an amazing show. Um anyway. He uh got eaten, you know, alone and sad and got eaten alive and um well, Ornstein, uh, didn't really care and just left. Uh, and now we can talk about the giant archer, Go. Um, of course, the giants weren't very liked folk. This podcast might be a little short because I'm kind of alone and don't have any backbone. Um, anyway. Now, go the man, the man's, uh, go was a big archer giant. And, uh, the man... The men, mankind, thought giants were just big old dumb folk, which they were kind of right, but not Go, he's cool. Um, anyway, Go was, um, he was like a respected giant, which was weird, and same with Yorm, kinda. Yorm's dad, at least. Um, but we already talked about Yorm, I believe, in one of the podcasts earlier. But anyway, um, so, Go. Was an amazing dragon archer. And slayed a bunch of dragons with his big boy bow. Carved out of like an arch tree or something. I don't know. But anyway. One day he was napping. And since he was so dumb I guess. Not really dumb but. Humans said he was dumb. So they filled his helmet. Like covered the eyes of his helmet with tree resin. Which is like gooey sticky stuff you know. And so. So. They made Go believe he was blind and Go was mortified about that 'cause like how's an archer supposed to shoot without being able to see? But still even after that, Go just didn't ever think about um uh taking off his helmet. Uh and so